How Audio Content Increases Audience Loyalty and Revenue Throughout the years, the media publishing industry has persevered through numerous changes. Each era presents new challenges and needs such as reaching out to new and younger generations, creating an effective first-party data strategy, and most importantly, sustaining readership and finding additional revenue channels. Strong audience development and engagement are at the core of any long-term success and it's every publisher's dream to have a loyal audience that consumes content and generates a steady stream of revenue. In these times when publishers are fighting for each user, we've set out to find just how much they can benefit from users who visit, consume, and engage the most when you throw a little something in the mix, audio. So, how can you increase revenue by 8-12% when your most loyal readers are just a fraction of your overall readership? Here's what we found. Let's break it down. The findings. Defining loyalty is not quite a clear-cut discipline so we've used the following framework. Every audience is divided into two engagement segments. Casual reader, someone who has visited the site once or twice over the last 30 days. Loyal reader, someone who has visited the site over three times over the last 30 days. While they consist of roughly 20% of the entire audience, Loyal readers really matter for the bottom line as they generate around 80% of your revenue, aka the Pareto Principle. They represent the vast majority of page views as they consume up to 5 times more content and bring most of the revenue as they provide constant traffic and higher levels of engagement. So what happens when you introduce audio content to the mix? Audio versions of existing textual content? A lot of good stuff. Based on research we conducted from June 2021 to June 2022 with leading media publications in the U.S., we learned that over 80% of audiences who opt to listen to content are highly engaged loyal readers. Adding audio increased the number of loyal readers, turned casual readers into loyal, by 10.3%, and turn, increasing the number of loyal readers can increase overall revenue by around 8.1%. On top of that, when opting to listen, time spent on site, engagement, of loyal readers increased by 60-70%, which resulted in an increase in overall revenue by around 4-6%. This is due to programmatic advertising, as every piece of audio content featured an audio advertisement, dynamically inserted before audio content, pre-roll, and during content at a contextually relevant time, mid-roll. Adding those two influences together brings it to a total increase of around 12-14% in revenue. Why this matters. Content has evolved fundamentally changing how and when people experience it. In this ever-developing world, there is a distinct role for every format, platform, and device in creating more profound and meaningful relationships, perhaps none more so than audio. Listeners are among the most loyal audiences there are as the medium creates an immersive and personal experience. This is most notable for news. Audio seems to be the least taxing medium as it requires barely any effort and takes less energy. By relying on your eardrums instead of eyeballs, you can consume content almost anywhere, not required to gaze at the screen. As such, the entire listening experience feels more rewarding compared to reading. The pandemic was a catalyst for increased listening, which expanded in various directions. Many became heavily reliant on their audio products to aid in connectivity, as well as provide entertainment, information, and help with remote working. This is particularly relevant for news publishers. Two-thirds of smart speaker owners listen to news on smart speakers and around half are likely to respond positively to advertising through these devices. One-third or 34% of smart speaker owners spend more than three hours a week listening to the news, while 44% listen for more than one but up to three hours. 
that is big and the monetization option is there, too. Of those who have heard ads on a smart speaker, 53% said they would respond, while 48% said they respond better to smart speaker ads compared to hearing an ad in another place and would likely consider the brand in question. All of this is coming at times when the trust in news is at an all-time low in the U.S. and the interest in the news is waning, according to the Reuters Institute Digital News Report 2022. Just under half of the people in the U.S., or 47%, to be more precise, say they are interested, down from 67% in 2015. This is another key reason why audio should be viewed as strategically important. It can deliver reach, loyalty, and revenue in equal measure. It's important to note that 2022 will be another year of growth for digital audio. According to eMarketer, U.S. adults will consume an extra 3 minutes per day of digital audio this year, totaling 1 hour and 40 minutes. The time spent will be even higher among active digital audio listeners, 2 hours and 17 minutes. eMarketer predicts that digital audio will account for 12.7% of overall media time among U.S. adults. When it comes to digital media time, Audio's share will be 20.3%, higher than watching OTT video, using social media, and watching videos on smartphones. Bottom line, get a piece of the audio action. Listening to digital audio remains one of the most popular digital activities that will continue taking up more minutes per day in the coming years. Moving forward, having an audio option across all digital real estate and channels will be one of the ways for publishers to move the needle more to the green part of the revenue meter. Arguably the best part is the fact that no legacy whatsoever is needed to jumpstart an audio strategy. All it takes is a bit of help from AI and creativity to make the most bang for your buck. Dash. What publishers can do to grow audiences and engage them. From intense competition online stemming from streaming services and social media to the death of third-party cookies, publishers have persevered through many challenges and changes throughout the years. But even in these difficult times, there are opportunities to improve and put your business in an advantageous position going forward. Every publisher needs to develop growth strategies appropriate to their audiences. Here are a few action areas that we're seeing the best publishers in the world focus on. 1. Creating and sustaining readership. Today's game is different as killer content doesn't cut it anymore. Publishers need to stand out, be innovative to capture but also maintain their audience's attention if they want to boost readership and drive sustainable traffic. As much as they care for it, great content isn't enough for recurrent growth. Having the content as discoverable as possible once the audience takes the first step is key, which is where creativity and content suggestion and recommendation come into play. There's no shortage of things to try to keep people on the site for longer, leveraging archives and evergreen content, trying out new formats such as listicles, expanding to new channels such as video and audio, etc. Every publisher, regardless of their size, should be looking at their content suggestion algorithms and tagging algorithms due to their impact on pages per session and session duration. Content recommendation widgets and units aren't uncommon on publisher sites but they tend to be underutilized. If supported by good tagging and content diversification, for example have a section for audio stories specifically for the listening part of the audience, for better relevancy, it can be a powerful tool for building loyalty. 2. Having an effective first-party data strategy with third-party cookies about to become history, publishers are still unsure about how to approach this issue. As they lay the groundwork to transition from third-party to first-party data and relieve the pressure on ad revenue, 
It's not a secret that most are eyeing direct revenue models such as paywalls and registration walls to quickly identify the most loyal and engaged visitors. But it's not an easy feat to accomplish. Users need to be willing to log in, especially if it's a freemium account and they're not paying for content. Most aren't particularly keen on doing it so creating an engaging, fun experience for them as an incentive is crucial. To scale and maximize their first-party data operation, publishers need to determine what data is essential and prioritize strategic collection and investment accordingly. Test, learn, and measure to identify the best engagement methods. Build in-house tech capabilities and rely on strategic partners, most notably ad tech, for broader media expertise. 3. Doubling down on revenue diversification. The termination of third-party cookies represents an important but ultimately short-term monetization obstacle. For the entire publishing industry, this is as big an opportunity as it will ever get to reimagine the system in which publishers can finally realize the full value of audience connections. There is gold in their publishing mountains, but it can't come solely from the first-party data mines. Publishers' gold vein was always their traffic with its intrinsic value. With the lingering uncertainty regarding identity resolution, data mapping, and new privacy laws, there is a need to explore strategies beyond paywalls and newsletters, ideally with a holistic understanding of the traffic's overall impact. So, publishers who make the most of digital media tools to generate and monetize both golden sources will unlock a new level of direct consumer relationship and revenue. They can do that by supporting content, formats, and tools that deliver traffic and monetize it. Whether they strike gold or not will depend on how they activate and integrate their first-party data with a wider set of tools to maximize the value of their traffic. 4. Reaching out to new crowds in younger generations. Sticking to a niche is nice but with the entire world of people out there who are already consuming content, just maybe not yours, publishing in a bubble makes little sense. Knowing who your audience is and what makes them tick is everlasting wisdom, one that publishers should bleed dry to understand new especially younger audiences. We know by now that teens and young adults aren't all that interested in the news. These are digital natives who are not easily swayed by the usual reporting or promotional marketing. They value high-quality digital experiences and brand authenticity over brand loyalty, which means they will shift to the platforms and publishers who aim to appreciate their generation's expectations. So, Publishers hoping to entice and keep young audiences must not only diversify digital entry points but also the available experiences. This means hanging out where they hang out, whether it's having a presence on TikTok, getting involved in conversations on Twitter, and any other platform that will help build a profile. Paying attention to the quality of the experience, particularly on mobile as that's where people increasingly interact with content, if there's an available video or audio version of the content accompanying an article if the relevance and tone of the content match, and so on. It's all about making connections and closing the gap between what publishers think audiences should know and what younger readers are genuinely interested in.